Yeah, saw Lane. Obviously, uh, the other dad was in there with the quarterbacks early in the morning. Lane kind of walked by, walked in to say hello to the quarterbacks, and it was a good sight. And they were happy to see him as well. How did it look? It looked great. You could feel, I know it sounds corny, but you could feel the energy. You could feel it bottled up. You could sense it ready to go. You had Isaac play uh, right tackle. How did he look? Isaac looked really good, really good. I mean, I think at this point, you know, there's been uh, some ups and downs to the season, um, certainly a few more downs than we wanted. But one of the real positives is all of our draft picks have really, I think, showed, looked good, played well, have continued to get better, and show a lot of promise going forward. Um, you know, we'll rotate guys through and then coach will ultimately make that decision. I know that one of the reasons that you drafted Isaac was because he's so versatile, but what is his best position? Um, you know, I, I think, yeah, he is versatile, but extremely athletic. He looked natural out there at right tackle, but I think, you know, originally we had drafted him to play guard in the short term. What does that give you to have Big V and, and, and Isaac moving forward, to have two young guys like that um, that you know you can build around? Um, it gives us a lot. It gives us versatility. It gives us depth. Um, gives us options, you know, with those guys. And like I said, Isaac, Isaac can play tackle. He can play guard. And he can play center. I mean, these guys and Stout and Eugene do a great job of cross-training them all, and they really feed off of each other. So they're getting better all the time. Is Lane, these next two games for Lane going into the next next year, into the future as a leader on this offensive line. It's been two or three years that he hasn't been here for – but he's got to go forward. This is important. Is there any last two games for that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously, when Lane was here at the beginning of the year, we got off to a pretty good start. So, for him to kind of bring back the and he was playing at a very high level. So, um, there's a lot of ways to lead, but the number one way to lead is by great play on the field and lead by example by the way you play on the field. So, we expect him to come back and and set the bar very high, like he did for himself. Um, going forward, so it's, it's great to have him back. The boost of energy that you get from having him here, is it tough not to think about where the offense would be, where the team would be if, if he hadn't had the 10-game suspension? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I guess it would be easy to go there, but you're so always so wrapped up into the next opponent that you really don't have time to go there mentally. Um, but certainly a good player that we've missed. You know, I mean, I think Byron shows explosiveness. I, I thought he looked a little amped up early on, um, but made some good decisions. You know, we think he's a talented guy, got called into action due to injury. And, you know, like the other guys who've gotten called in, those other young guys who've gotten called in, you could tell it's their first time in action. And as the longer they get in, the better they get. Of, uh, Ryan Matthews' season, it's, you know, it seems like injuries have obviously slowed a little bit, maybe the fumble as well. But when he's been successful, the team for the most part has been as well. Yeah, I mean, um, Ryan, we all know Ryan's talent as a runner, his strength, his size, his explosiveness. When he's in there, um, it feels a little different. And But obviously, all those backs are really riding the coattails of good play up front on the offensive line. But Ryan does add a dimension of physicality back there and he's done a good job and certainly there's been a correlation when he's when he's humming um it, it's been good you guys lead the league in time of possession right now 
Yeah, you haven't scored more than two offensive touchdowns in a game since Pittsburgh in week three. Is it all about the red zone? And if it is, I mean, what, what do you see as the major problem down there right now? Um, I, you know, I mean, I think some of it's the red zone. Some of it's the lack of big plays. Um, you know, you want some explosive play touchdowns. We need a few more of those. So we just have to keep – I just know this, that, you know, among, amidst the negatives and amongst the negatives, um, leading the league after 14 weeks in time of possession, there's something positive about that. Um, it's not good enough because we haven't scored enough points. we got to be better in the red zone. we got to get more explosive plays. But we're showing signs that we can control and possess the ball, that we can make first downs. Um, those have to be good signs. Right. Half of Carson's interceptions have been in either the first drive, second drive, uh, I think six out of the 13 in the first quarter. What do you make of that? Is, <coughs> is there anything to that? Is he too jacked up early in the game? You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes there's a lot of factors that go on. I'd have to break each one down individually, which we'll kind of do at the, you know, at the end of the year when you go back and evaluate. You know, we always start with the bad, so we'll go back and we'll look at every interception. You know, we'll look at every sack. Um, that's the way we always start off with the quarter, and then we get to the good stuff and, and evaluate it. There's a lot, a lot of things that go into play. Is it possible that a guy's amped up or you're a little juiced up? Sometimes. I, I don't think that's always the case. I think he's pretty poised. Could have it happened in a game or two, maybe. I've seen it happen to really experienced guys. I've been around some really experienced quarterbacks who get really jacked up for a particular game, go out, maybe try to do something too much early. I'm, that's probably happened you know, once or twice, but I don't think it's a recurring problem. How valuable was it, uh, even though the two-point conversion wasn't converted, for, for Carson to take the team down the field? Because you've had a bunch of those situations this year and, and actually score and finish the job. Yeah, I mean, I think it was important. Obviously, we wanted to finish it off the right way. I think everybody, I don't know, I think everybody on that sidelines, there was no doubt in our mind we were scoring on that play. I thought this was the moment. You know, we're all, I think we've all been thinking, and you've seen it. I mean, we talk a lot about incremental growth and getting, and, and you know, certainly not journaling his progress in that sense, but you can, you could feel it each time we get that situation. We're getting a little bit further. Now we go in and we're standing on this is it. We're making this play. This is, this is the one. This is going to, and there were a lot of good signs down the stretch, but those good signs need to finish with a touchdown that wins, or a two point conversion that wins the game. In 14 plus weeks here, what have you learned about Doug Peterson as, as a coach going week and as a coach on game You know, he's got no fear. He's steady. He's aggressive. Um, he's tough. He's accountable, um, fun to be with. You know, he's, he's open-minded. He's very confident in what he knows and what he believes in, and he knows what he believes in. Um, but, you know, he's hired a good staff, I believe, and, and he takes good input from everybody on the staff, and he's fun to work with. Frank, you got put up 400-something yards against the Giants last time he played him. What's different? What has become different about that defense in the week since then? They've obviously gone that way, and you guys have gone this way. Yeah, their defense is playing really well. They're getting after the passer, uh, you know, the Russian passer, uh, very well. They have two uh, really good corners, obviously a, a good safety, you know, good good secondary. They have good personnel on their defense, and it just seems like they're hitting their stride um, defensively. Uh, you know, we know Spags is a very good coordinator, so um, they're playing with a lot of momentum right now and playing at a high level. Really good in the red zone, really good on third down, pretty good against the run, so be a good challenge for us. Lack of big plays. Um, with those lack of big plays, I know when you were hired, Doug said that's kind of what you brought was that the downfield passing attack. Why do you think that hasn't been able to kind of take hold this year? 
You know, I mean, I, I just think we have to, you just got to keep working at it. I mean, there's no magical answer. We believe in our players. We believe we got a quarterback who's a big play quarterback. He likes to, he likes to throw the ball down the field. Um, you know, we try more and more to, you know, build stuff in to find ways to give guys an advantage or leverage down the field, take some shots. Um, we just have to keep believing it and keep and keep giving them uh, opportunities down the field. The circumstances that you probably wouldn't have preferred, the way guys have come in with the offensive line, has it gone from an area that was questioned to something that might be promised? I've always felt from uh, you know from day one that the offensive line was a strength of this team. I think I've said that all year long. I, I, I you know I know we've been beat up and a lot, but I've never felt. I've been at other places where we've been really beat up at the offensive line before, and this has just felt different. I just feel like we really have good depth. We, you know, the goal, Howie and Doug sat down in the offseason, said the goal is to build some depth on this offensive line. We drafted a couple guys. We signed a guy. I think all of those things were really good for us, and I think it is an area of strength. I think Jason Peters is a dominant football player, and um, he's still playing at a dominant level, and now we got Lane back, and some other young guys have played more. I think it puts us in a good position going forward. Take two more, please. You know, every week, you know, there's certain things, plays that we had in. You know, we had one couple things in for, you know, a couple things in last week for Bryce um, that I don't want to get into that, you know, some of them we got to, some we didn't get to. Uh, that's just a week-to-week decision. You know, it just came down to execution, physical. You know, I, th I think the offensive line's been playing well all year. Um, there's been no quit, no quit in them. You know, and in the run game, we, we had some success early. And, and that just, everybody feeds off. I know as a play caller, you feed off that. When you can get some success early in the run game, they felt it. And, you know, they're calling for it on the sideline. Um, and, you know, I just think the mental challenge against going up against the number one defense, that's always that was always a good thing, and and I think Jason Peters really led the way with the way he played his physical nature, really helped lead the way in that game running the football. Thanks, Thanks, Frank. Frank.